Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to episode 88 of District of Conservation. This is your host, Gabriella Hoffman. Today's guest is Rochelle Hedrick of Smokehole Outfitters in Cabins, West Virginia. You may have seen me post about a golden rainbow trout that I caught and released at their resort in West Virginia, about a few hours away from me here. And I approached Rochelle and her husband to see if I can come and check out the place and tell their story. And I am first doing that here on the podcast here at District of Conservation. And I'd first heard about Rochelle from a mutual friend of ours, Amelia Farrar, and some of the ladies I'm connected to in the outdoor industry. And I just saw them post about this place. It looked magnificent, heavenly, arguably. And I realized it was only like two hours and 45 minutes from me in Northern Virginia. So I established some contact recently said I was interested to come, you know, sit down with them and tell their story. And it turned into just a wonderful day. I anticipate coming back very soon. I loved meeting Josh and Rochelle. And I'm going to read for you Rochelle's biography from Realtree. And so Rochelle, if you don't know, if you don't follow her on social media, she has worked with different companies. She works with Doing Something Good, DSG hunting brand, as an ambassador and she's also a Realtree staff, Realtree pro staffer as well. And here is what her biography at Realtree says. I'm going to read it for you before we get to the interview. At seven years old, Rochelle lost her father to pancreatic cancer. Her memories are still fresh as she vividly remembers him as an avid outdoorsman who had an indescribable love for not only hunting and fishing, but just enjoying the outdoors. Growing up, Rochelle always considered herself as an outdoor loving little tomboy, but since losing her father, never had much opportunity to hunt or fish that changed when she met her husband, Josh in 2007. Josh is also an avid outdoorsman owning an outfitting operation that consists of trout fishing, whitetail, black bear, and turkey hunting. She always tells everyone that when she met Josh, he put a bow in her one hand and a fly rod in the other, and they've been hunting and fishing together ever since. Rochelle owns her own graphic design business, but also spends a lot of her time helping Josh with Smokehole Outfitters. It is located at their family business called Smokehole Resort, nestled in the beautiful Appalachian Mountains of Cabins, West Virginia. Smokehole Outfitters offers trout fishing in their catch and keep pond and their private catch and release trophy trout stream, as well as fly fishing lessons for beginners. They also spawn and release their own trout. The trout fishing keeps them both busy all spring through fall. When they're not elbow up in trout or managing the resort, they are hanging stands, checking trail cams, seeding food plots, or planning their next adventure. I think you're going to enjoy my chat with Rochelle. And then you're going to see an article at Town Hall from me, including the two of them taking away from this interview and also my video interview I did with both Rochelle and her husband. This is the first of three media pieces I am going to have about Smokehole Resort and their outfitting operation. So... You're going to see a lot of it. I think you're going to really love 
what they're all about, especially if you're local to this area. If you're not even local and you just want to escape and you want to go outdoors, this place is incredible. You're going to hear it firsthand from Rochelle. And here she is, Rochelle Hedrick of Smoke Hole Outfitters. I am recording from Smoke Hole Outfitters in Cabins, West Virginia, and we are talking with Rochelle Hedrick here who helps manage it with her husband and she runs the fishing facilities here. So Rochelle, talk about what you do in your background and I know some people, probably a lot of my followers may come across your social media, they may be aware of what you do and what your facility does, but why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, well, I am actually a Pennsylvania girl who moved to West Virginia in <laughs> 2007, swept off my feet by Josh Hedrick. Um, when I first met him, I could tell instantly that he was an avid outdoorsman. And my dad was also, but he had passed away when oh. I was um, seven from pancreatic cancer. Oh, yeah. So I didn't really grow up. I grew up a very outdoorsy girl, mm-hmm. um, but the hunting and fishing just, well, I was never introduced to that. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, When I met Josh, our first date was fly fishing, and our second date was dove hunting, and like, you know, it was love at first sight kind of story, and we've just been hunting and fishing ever since. Um, But like from a young age, his nickname has been the Trout King, Ah. because um, he is a very seasoned fly fisherman. Um, has been fishing the North Fork of the South Branch of the Potomac since he could probably walk and um, knows everything and anything there is about trout. And so um, when we had first got married, we had started a trout pond here on the property. And I think it had catfish and things in it before, but now um, the Spring Creek actually runs Mm -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. So we can have trout year-round. And um, it has taken over our lives. Like we thought that it would just be like something fun for the kids to do. And uh, we can't keep the adults out of it. Like everybody loves it. It's a net full of family fun. It's just catch and keep. Net full of family fun for everyone. Um, basically catch and keep. They love it because there's no time limit. There's no mm-hmm. catch limit. You just make an appointment. Um, when you come stay at the resort, uh, the fishing is actually just run separately from mm-hmm. the cabins and the caverns and the, the gift shop part. And so um, people will call me, like, hey, you want to fish tomorrow? Can I fish tomorrow at 2? And we say, sure, we'll meet you at the trout shack. They go over to the pond. They spend hours over there with their kids or whatever, and they catch however many they want. We weigh it. We can clean them for them, and then they're off on their way, you know, and so they're all happy, happy. But um, the fishing is supposed to be just like another fun amenity to the resort itself because um, our gift shop is 26,000 square feet. It's two floors. There's a women's boutique inside. We have everything from shot glasses to high-end furs it's just got everything for anybody like a lot of western wear and um fishing gear and 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 home decor and just everything and anything i mean (laughs) and so you could spend hours in there and then our cavern tours are every day we're open year-round um so they're not the seneca caverns these are separate this is smoke hole caverns specifically your caverns okay very good because people coming here You'll notice there's a lot of signs for caverns, and obviously right. they talk about Seneca Caverns. Yeah. So these are your own separate caverns yes. that people can come we visit. we own these separately. Um, Seneca Caverns isn't even open this year. Um, I, 
don't know if they'll open anymore. They're doing a lot of blasting in that area, mm -hmm. and so um, it's getting a little dangerous to go through them. But we're open year-round. We do tours every half hour to 45 minutes every single day. Um, and people love it. It's just, it, it's a lot of history um, of how Smoke Hole got its name and the moon shining and, and the settlers and the Indian and everybody that's used that cave. And it, it's just such a cool story to go through that tour and hear all the history about right. it. Um, and then we have put in the gemstone mining and the little nine-course mini golf putt-putt up there. And then we have the log motel and then another um, cabin on the, on the end of the log mm. motel. But um, we have 70-some rentals all together between the log cabins, the cottages, and the multiple houses mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. and the log motel. So you have plenty of options um, depending on how many people are coming, how much you want to spend, where you want to stay at the resort, um, you know, on lodging. Mm -hmm. So, and there's tons of stuff to do in the area, tons and tons of hiking. Um, you got Seneca Rocks, Dolly Sods, the North Fork Trail, just trails everywhere. Um, there's horseback riding, zip lining, rock climbing, just multitudes of things that people can get into and have fun. Uh, we have two pools here at the resort, so a lot of kids swim and uh, ride their bikes around and play volleyball or play on the swing sets or just fish. Mm -hmm. I mean, fishing is um, one of the most popular things in this area. We're very well known for our trout fishing in the river. It's mm -hmm. stocked February through the end of May, mm -hmm. um, and it's stocked 14 times, I think, just in the two and a half miles from the gift shop to mm -hmm. the main lodging oh, area. Wow. So, yeah, it's extremely popular, especially yeah. back in the smoke holes. Yeah. Good. And here on the facility, besides the trout pond, you guys offer private lessons. So if we someone do. wants to come here, relax, like at the yeah. world-class experience, fly fishing, mm -hmm. what do they do to ensure that they can do that? Um, so we do a ton of fly fishing lessons. Um, we get beginners who have never done it completely ever before. We, we set them up with a, a new rod if they want to purchase a rod, or we let them use our own. Um, they're completely newbies to it. And we go from beginning to end, how to tie knots, how to set up your line, how to how, uh, casting techniques, reading the water, all mm -hmm. of that. And then we'll get people who just want like a little refresher. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we have a beginner lesson and then we have an extended day lesson. And it always ends with fishing, you know. Yeah. And so you can catch that big old brood and, <laughs> you know, the grip and grin picture right, at the end. Right. Um, but Josh, my husband, is like amazing. He's a wonderful teacher. He's super patient. He's just got that um, first gear, low speed, you know, motion. And he just... Everybody just enjoys working with him. He's an excellent teacher. And so um, I can't think of anybody else better to do these lessons. And we do them a lot. We actually do them a lot. And um, the whole Spring Creek itself is open to catch and release fishing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if, even if you're not doing a fly lesson, you can still make an appointment just to do catch and release. Okay, that makes so sense. So we have it kind of sectioned out. We do it for half hour, hour, half day, and full day. And you have different um, areas of the Spring Creek where you can catch the brood, which are like up to 10 pound trout. Um, if you have little kids that's never fished before and you just want them to catch one pounders, we have that mm -hmm. too. And then like another part of the spring is like the harder, more realistic. You gotta sneak up on them. Right. All different species, brown, um, tiger, rainbow, golden, and rookie. Very nice. Yeah. Talk about being a business owner, and you were telling me before we had connected officially, this is our first time connecting in real life, you told me actually that you guys have, interestingly enough, stayed busy despite COVID-19. So talk about being a 
private company, especially with the challenges of COVID and how an activity like this where people are recreating responsibly and they're social distancing, how they've been able to come here and enjoy and, and how fishing can offer that type of uh, well, break from the heyday of things. Right in, now. The, in the very beginning of the COVID stages, I had had surgery. And so I was laying on the couch for a week and, you know, I'm fearing for our lives, just like everybody else in the world. Right. I mean, there was major fear in the beginning. And I'm telling my husband, I'm like, don't go outside. Don't talk to anybody. Don't do any fishing lessons. You don't, don't be around anybody. And then like a couple weeks later, I'm like, this is ludicrous. Like we, right. you know, are we really going to be shut down? We're not going to make any money. How are we going to function? And so the governor was really pushing outdoor activities and fishing was a major one of them. Governor Jim Justice, right? Yes. Jim Justice was um, very accommodating with keeping the river stocked. Mm -hmm. And we were very appreciative of that because honestly, when you're on the river, who are you really around? You're not next to anybody. Right. So it's the perfect outdoor activity. And so... Um, sometimes, you know, it would rain a lot and people couldn't get in the river and they were calling us and, and just our regular customers that would come all the time. We're like, are you open? Are you open? Are you open? These, these poor parents are at home with their kids and they need something to do and they just can't be inside anymore. And they're like, you know, we need to come. We need to fish. We, and, and I told Josh, I said, we've got to open. We've got to open. And so um, what we did was we didn't allow anybody in the trout shack itself. We just opened the side window here. They came, they got their stringer and their net, and mm -hmm. we said, go do your thing at the pond, which mm -hmm. the pond is big enough. You mm -hmm. don't have anybody around you. Mm -hmm. um, and when they were done, we weighed them out, and they ran their credit card through <laughs> my little chip reader out the window. <laughs> and then two weeks after that, you know, things just, this county really didn't um, suffer with high numbers right. of corona. Right, and right. so I ripped all the, all the signs off the door, and I opened the door, and I said, we're back to normal because I'm not going to live in fear. You didn't know what to believe, what not to believe. And, right. and so you still practice safety, though. You, we weren't touching anyone. We weren't near anyone. You mm -hmm. know, people come in the shack. We're behind the mm -hmm. counter. They're at least six mm -hmm. feet in front of us. And so I guess, like, the fear just kind of dissipated. And, and, and while the rest of the world was getting this corona break, Josh and I were working, like, triple hours. Oh, what we, I mean, we were here 13, 14 hours a day. Ooh. Like, it was insane. It, and we weren't complaining at all. We're like, wow, this is, this is like, something that we're blessed with. Right. And so for right now, you know, instead of being at home wondering how we're going to make money, right now we're doing really well and we're mm -hmm. going to take it, mm -hmm. you know. So. Yeah. And you guys, I mean, we're starting. It's summer now. Have you guys been busy so far? Oh Even gosh, with, with yes. the turn of events? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like crazy busy. Like during the week, we're really, really slow. Usually we have like one or two customers. Um, but now it's just, I mean, you've, you've been sitting here yeah. and you see there's just started, four, yeah. four groups at the pond and one just rolled up right yeah. in the middle of our podcast. So, you know, we're busy during the week as well. And on the weekends, we just know yeah. that we're going to be here from 8 in the morning until 9, oh 30, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Wow. That's so incredible. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to kind of take it away from the business side, but you've been involved in the outdoor industry for a long time. Could you kind of share with my listeners what your background is and what, who you're involved with? You've worked with several companies and yeah. you kind of have a pulse on the industry. And what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to kind of bounce back? Because you probably have seen that the industry with all this yeah. COVID stuff, it's kind of hit everyone, and right. especially the outdoor industry. But what, what have your um, thoughts been? 
I think that um, from what I've seen so far, it, everything else bouncing back, I don't think the industry will get hurt at all from mm -hmm. it. I think everything's just going to run as normal. I did see some things in the beginning with sponsorships. Mm -hmm. um, not me personally, but mm -hmm. I do work for a company that sponsors mm -hmm. outdoor women, especially mm -hmm. we're a women's mm -hmm. camo line called DSG Outerwear. It's doing something great, but we have all women's camo wear. And um, there was a couple people that we were sponsoring that we had to pull back on and say, mm -hmm. oh, we can't pay you for the next couple months. Let's see how this rolls out. And I think after two or three months, we're pretty much back to normal and just picked up where we left Good. off because, you know, I mean, people get scared in the beginning. Right. But it's, you know, I think everybody's just using common sense. And we're like, we can't live like this. Right. You know, so right. we're going to go back to normal. And um, I think it's smart, you know just to keep yeah. distance what, the best you can. Some yes. people are still wearing masks. Some people yeah. are not. Do your own thing. Um, just stay safe, but but have common sense. Right, you know? right. Yeah, it has been interesting because, like, you see across hunting and fishing, people are worried, like, a lot of nonprofits especially um, have noticed and observed that they're losing revenue. Not many people, they've had to cancel banquets and all yes, this. And a lot of things have been canceled. Yeah, so it, it certainly has set back a lot of things, but I think people can come back from this stronger, and places like yours certainly can too, Yeah, yeah. I think. And and uh, more about the company that you started. You guys ha also have, like, a pattern with Realtree, right? Like, talk more about your women's clothing line, right? Um, so DSG um, started out as a snowmobile line in 07, and they um, started a, a women's hunting line in 2017. I see. And okay. that's when I came on board with them. Um, I've handpicked the pro team and run the pro team and do all the contracts and who gets what gear mm -hmm. and all of that. And I helped design. Um, I help Wendy is the owner. And um, she is amazing. She's like A-plus boss. I mean, she's like <laughs> super cool. We're both the same age. Um, hard, hard worker. I mean, she puts in the hours and she's so creative and um, she's girly, but she's like straight up outdoors at the same time. Good. So, um, but no, like every time I turn around, she's got something new coming out. So we started with just like a couple camo pieces here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, now they've got a fishing line and an ice fishing line. Mm -hmm. So open water and ice fishing and it's just growing, growing, growing. There's so many options for mm -hmm. each season that we have now. And um, everybody just loves it. The, all of the pants that we make have um, an adjustable inseam, mm -hmm. and they go from extra, extra small to 5X. So we literally accommodate any, any size, size. Okay, woman. interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. yeah. So, um, like I said, any, any season, um, tons of cool features. And it's so funny because I actually work the shows, and the guys will come up and start looking at it. And I'm like, um, hi, are you here to buy something for your wife or your daughter? And they're like, oh, this is women's? And I'm like, yeah, let me go over the features with you. And they're like, can you please come out with the men's line? I'm like, yeah, the women got it going on. Like, we know what we need, you know? Usually when you see uh, women's apparel, it's just an afterthought of the men's mm -hmm. line. It's like, oh, we have all this men's, and now we need, like, two or three women's pieces. Pieces. Well, first of all, a woman is not designing it. Right, a woman right. is not like, you know, wear, like wearing it and, and testing it out. And so um, this actually is women run, women design, women owned, and all women are wearing it. Our entire team um, actually gives their input and opinions on, hey, I, I, this zipper could be over here. Can you add a, a pocket there or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. But mm -hmm. Wendy's already got it going on before we even mentioned it. She's nice. like, yep, I already did that. I already, you know, and she's just awesome. So um, just, I, I know the whole outdoor world is grateful for her. Just even 
you know, taking that step and moving forward with, with a women's line because it can get scary, you know, having right. a, a business like that. And, right. and um, I've seen so many uh, women apparel companies just get really popular and then fade away in the next year because they didn't have this or they didn't have that or somebody didn't like this or that or whatever. But um, she seems like everybody loves DSG and it's just growing and growing and I've growing. seen that. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it um, from Amelia, our mutual friend, yeah. and I've uh, seen other women talk about it, mm-hmm. too, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's good because so many people were complaining for the longest time, and I'm fairly new to hunting. I come more from a fishing background, but everyone I've talked to has said for too long the industry didn't really have apparel that right. was suitable for women. It mm-hmm. was masculine, but they doused it with, like, pink. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like because women are entering the sport right. in bigger numbers, mm-hmm. now they're making more accommodate not like a pandering accommodations. They're trying to make things suitable and comfortable for women to wear right. when they try to traverse the field or go fishing or whatnot. Yes. And more and more women every year are hunting. So, yes. I mean, it, it's just inevitable that we're going to need something like that. But um, I've been in the industry a long time. I would <laughs> say 11 or 12 years. We've been sponsored by some pretty huge companies. Real Tree, we're with right now. Absolutely. You used to make videos it. for them, right? I, think I, I used saw to that make somewhere. videos, yeah. I, I don't do it so much anymore. It's just like a time schedule thing. But um, no, like, I mean, when you're in the woods, you want to look like the woods. Right. And every new pattern that they come out with, I'm like, okay, this is the best pattern. This is my favorite one so far. And then they come out with something even better. And it's just like, like my husband had been wearing the timber mm-hmm. and I think they originally kind of made it for duck hunting, but he was wearing it for turkey season. And I would look around and I'd be like, where is he? And then he's like <laughs> 10 feet from me, but I couldn't see him because uh, the timber blended so well. Oh, wow. And then as DSG, we use the edge pattern, I see. which yes, is yes. a more leafy pattern. And it just blends in perfectly. And that's what I, you know, there's a lot of companies that have blotches of this or blotches. Mm-hmm. It looks like somebody took a paintbrush and just <laughs> made circles and blotches and swirlies. But with real tree, it's, you know, they pattern the actual woods, the trees, the, you know, the water. Now they have real tree wave mm-hmm. um, and real tree fishing patterns. I didn't see that yet. Yes. That must be new. It's yeah. it's a couple years old. It's it's brand new. They, I think it's just now getting into hands in the eyes of people. But with the DSG outerwear fishing line, mm-hmm. that's what we have: the real tree fishing and the real tree wave. And they are so cool looking. I actually have a couple pieces I can show you. Yeah, later but, for sure. Um, yeah, but no, that I mean, real tree just has it going on. I just I love everything that they do. So innovative and and, and it works for us. It's a good so. company. I've, mm-hmm. I have a few things that are. Real tree, yeah. <laughs> as well. Very comfy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they've I'm, been around a long time, yes. so they know what they're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's see. I'm trying to think of a few more things. What would be a good pitch for? Um, and I can edit up. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say I could talk about the cabins a little bit more. Yeah, like the and then would we have time? Would you have time to show us the cabins later? Sure, or, absolutely. Or like, how about the caverns? Oh yeah, we yeah. can go through okay. the caverns. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could do a little fishing and then, yeah, or I don't know, is it better to do caverns first and then fishing, do you think? Um, we could get the fishing out of the way since Josh is already here. Okay. And we'll, like, catch a couple, get some pictures yeah, with yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. then I can take you around the rest Perfect. of the Perfect, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do that after okay. I film, yeah, we do some filming too. Um, but I'm trying to think, uh, what else? So many, or, oh, I can ask about West Virginia. So many people 
they know about West Virginia in terms of its outdoor heritage. But I feel like so many people, and maybe I'm speaking as someone who lives in D.C. area, and this was actually really not that far. It's within three hours, a really easy day trip to make. What is your pitch to people who, let's say, live in Baltimore or Richmond or D.C., and they're like, I want to go to some place that's rugged, go fishing, West Virginia's close by, I don't know what to do. What is your tip for them? in terms of discovering, aside from obviously coming to your facility, but what well, else do you have? I feel like we're in the center of everything. We're like two to two and a half hours away from a lot of different cities. Yeah. And especially DC, we get a ton of people from DC, Baltimore, and the Virginia area because we're just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. We're not that far. We're close to home, but it's it's so beautiful here. It's like just so aesthetically pleasing to look at just the mountains and the rock walls and the river and mm-hmm and everything in itself and then you add in the log cabins yes. and the pond and the stream and in the fishing and, the, and it's just everything just works together you know um but you know it's we always say it's rustic yet classy yeah like we're not like full-blown camping we don't have any tent camping everything is either um log cabins or cottages um houses mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. everything is freshly remodeled we've got you know, king beds and hers- and jacuzzis and <laughs> and things like that. So people walk in the cabin and they're like, wow, this is so cool. We have full kitchens and um, j- they're just really beautiful inside. Honestly, like I, my, uh, the whole family, Josh's family, well, my husband, obviously I, I married into this family and they are the hardest workers <laughs> you will ever meet. Even just a gift shop, I don't, I'm like, how? in the world do you keep track of what's in here what needs ordered like you know my sister-in-law I'll be like did you do this did you do that no I've been answering the phone all day like it's just (laughs) you know sometimes she just has to go in her little office in her corner and shut Mm -hmm. the door just to get things Mm -hmm. done because you know everybody's like wow this this place is so beautiful but at the same time it's it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. it's 24 7 Mm -hmm. and you know like I even Josh and I run the fishing we'll even get phone calls or texts like hi, what are your cabin rentals? Like, or what's the address for the cave or, you know, this and that. And I'm like, this is just the fishing. Like I yeah. answer fishing, but, yeah. but I'll accommodate. I'll be like, Oh, here's the address or this is how far it is from this. Or here's the directions to get here. These are the prices for the cabins. Mm-hmm. You just have to mm-hmm. kind of work it all together. Like sometimes I'll be down here, you know, with a fishing customer and a, someone will come up to the trash. We need more towels. <laughs> well, that's not really my department, but I'll go get towels for you. Or oh, like, we, we need this we need that we need these so when you're down here working the fishing business you're really working the entire resort and in my free time i'll hop on the mower because there's plenty of grass to mow right you know it's just i gotta go collect the trash and it's just like it's just numerous amount of things that are constantly being done so you have to you have to um multitask you have to know how to multitask and do it well right because you're just gonna you're always gonna have things to do yeah (laughs) yeah So everyone is probably excited now, listening through the episode. They want to book a stay. They want to reserve a spot to go fishing. What exactly do they have to do? Okay. I know you briefly talked about it, but let's be specific so that um, to, you guys aren't overburdened with to requests. Be, to be specific, if you want um, to come and stay in a cabin or any of our rentals, you go to smokehole.com. Mm-hmm. Um, all the photos and the pricing and everything you can actually book online or you can call 304-257-4442. You can talk to somebody personally and say, hey, I've got four people. I've got six people. Um, these are the kind of the things I want to do. Where do you suggest I stay? You know, what are the prices and certain rentals? And so they'll walk you through all of that. Once you book your rental, 
Um, you can get tickets for the cave and for the putt-putt and for the gem mining. You can call make reservations for fishing. Um, bring your swimsuits. You know, <laughs> there's full kitchens and all of the rentals. You bring your right. food or you can eat out. There's um, fire pits everywhere. Uh, the, the A lot of the grounds are paved. So many kids bring their bikes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just... It's like there's a ton of stuff to do, but you can sit and relax on the swing or on your front porch if you want. It's it's just the best best a of good both escape. worlds. A yeah. good escape. Yeah. yeah. And where can people personally connect with you and follow the resort? Um, the Instagram page is smoke.hole.resort. Um, my personal page is Rochelle Hedrick. Um, Josh's is uh, Josh underscore smoke hole we'll I get think. the, links. We'll get the yeah. links don't worry um but yeah no we have a facebook page and instagram is smoke hole resort basically um and then we have smoke hole gift shop you can look up smoke hole gift shop where my sister-in-laws will post just gift shoppy stuff mm-hmm. um the smoke hole resort page i do mostly like um the fishing and the cabins and the cave and things like that mm-hmm. around the resort and then we have a boutique page as well because we have a huge boutique a women's boutique inside the gift shop so people will come here just to shop people will come here just to fish mm-hmm. you know it, it, we've got a little bit of everything for everyone yeah yeah it sounds like it and i am so excited to get to sample it today yeah. this has been so much fun to do a little podcast we're going to also record a video component to a little shorter yeah. of course but this has been such a pleasure to talk to you rochelle and i'm so excited and i think our listeners are going to really like this place and want to come here so i yeah, hope we can I send people so. your way yeah thank you so much yes anytime I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Rochelle. As I had mentioned, I'm going to be profiling Smokehole Outfitters and the Greater Resort, Smokehole Resort, in Cabins, West Virginia, across social media and at my town hall column in the coming days and week. So don't miss out. So you're going to get a full picture of this dynamic husband and wife duo. Tell me what you think of this episode. If you have thoughts about it, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave some reviews. If you've just checked out this episode or you've been tuning to this podcast recently and you're really liking it, those reviews and that positive feedback or that feedback really goes a long way and can help me in just making the podcast better. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat. Follow us, listen to past episodes, tell your friends about District of Conservation. There is going to be a lot of content here very, very soon. I'm going to be traveling more, I think, in the coming weeks or so, definitely in the coming months, uh, to different places for clients and and interview some folks there. So we're going to hopefully have some interesting guests outside of the District of Columbia or the D.C. metro area, but everything intertwines and relates. So we try to keep everything as overlapping and relevant as possible. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week and you find some time to go outdoors. Take care.